Hi there, Chelsea, and hello, listeners. Welcome to Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing... Reviews! We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That's Chelsea Dawn. And that's Trey Gerald. And together we are... The Review Queens! If you want to support our show while getting bonus and exclusive content simultaneously, including our members-only after-show podcast, go ahead and visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash review that review. Chelsea, how are ya? I am good. I'm burning the candle on all of the ends and, you know, but it's good. I'm so happy. I'm always happy to be here with you, Trey. This is like the cherry on top of every day. I mean, that we've Santino's cherries? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not cherries of fire. Cherry is like a delicious sundae with a cherry on top. Yes, I enjoy being here as well. And we enjoy all of you for joining us. Chelsea, is there any yeah. um, anything that is like ruffling your feathers at the moment that you aren't enjoying? Tell us. Is there something that you would like to lodge a complaint about? Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I don't know who my beef is with here. Okay. And like, it's nature probably and trees. Mm. But you know when you're walking on the sidewalk and then all of a sudden one of the like sidewalk pieces i don't know what we call them is like raised out of nowhere and oh like God. trip Ugh. i don't know why it's like you know some people like if i think like unlucky where if there's gum on the floor like they're going to be the one that steps in it or if there's poop mm-hmm. there's going to be the one that steps in it like if if there is a rise in the sidewalk when I'm, i am going to be the one that trips <laughs> over it and sometimes it's like egregious especially yeah. in la like i don't i get i think it might be a earthquake tree root thing but sometimes it's like somebody's gotta intervene why is nobody intervening i think that is like a taxpayer thing right i do know that my friend actually i talked about them uh on like two episodes ago my friends that live in englewood in la yeah one of them works for the city and they Mm -hmm. like repave potholes and stuff Ugh, like that that's like them. the division of like what your city taxes are going to but yes it is very um how how amazing are tree roots they literally can break up cement that's I really know. impressive like we need the trees i love the trees like listen i don't think it's the trees fault i think it's our fault you know like somebody should take care of the trees the trees are just there being trees providing oxygen <laughs> doing their thing you know mm-hmm. we're the ones that have to take care of them and take care of the streets so that people like me don't trip every fourth step that it is like a funny thing especially in manhattan like the constant awareness that you sort of have vibrating at like a, a level one without recognizing like 
the cement you're walking upon is not going to be even. Like it is just sort of always rumbling underneath, like be mindful of this. Yeah. What's your complaint? Try lay it on us. Well, I had one written down and then literally minutes before we started recording, this other thing happened to me that I'm going to do instead. I need to lodge a complaint against knocking anything over that has liquid in it and it spills everywhere. Yeah, it's very humiliating and embarrassing when you knock over a cup at a restaurant and then like everyone turns and looks and it's like no one's gonna die from the mess that's just been made but it's very humiliating it's like being dumb like suddenly everyone looks at you and like gives you that little look like oh you idiot like no but it just happened to me on my desk because i have this very expensive reed diffuser that I forgot about. Beautiful. This is from my favorite apothecary in Cold Spring, New York. I oh, just no. opened it yesterday. Throughout <gasps> the week, I store my microphone behind my monitor. So I was wheeling it around and I have knocked over oh, my cup no. of water multiple times. So I knew to hold my water so my water wouldn't spill. But wouldn't you know, this new reed diffuser literally fell over and <gasps> this probably was $40. Oh, no. And I just wasted literally one quarter of it. Oh, no. Oh, that's the worst. And it's really the worst because there's no one to blame but me. But, oh, I just hate it. I'm sure we can find someone else to blame. Okay. Um, Tell me. (laughs) I need to know for my mental health. Gravity. Oh, I hate you, Um, gravity. Yeah, it's gravity's fault. I think it's Murphy again. It could be Murphy. Murphy's Law, how dare you? So does the room smell nice at least, you know, because of whatever spilled out? Yeah, I mean, that's my hope is that it's going to saturate the wood of my desk and it'll like, right. smell really nice for a while. But, you know, it's concentrated. So of course. <laughs> it has a harder stench than it, when it just diffuses through the reeds. So it f- right. it's not smells a little metallic right now. Like, Ugh. Yeah, but it's okay. I hate that. That sucks. That's so upsetting. I hate whenever I spill anything over at all. I was watching an episode of Curb and it sort of reminds me of that because I feel like as you get older, Mm -hmm. you know, like if you knock something over, everybody's looking at you like you're like senile or something. Right. Like what's wrong with that person because they knocked everything over. And it's it is interesting because it's like if you're young and you knock something over, you're a schlamazel. Yes. You know, if you're old and you knock something over, you're, you're senile. You're schlamiel. <laughs> you know what I'm referencing? Schlamiel. Schlamazel. How did that incorporate? Yeah, like yeah, like you're senile, right? Yeah. That's and if true. you're our age, it's just I don't know. Deal with it. Well, similar to your complaint, now if an old person falls, we just think they're going to break a hip instantly. Right. It's the first thought that comes to the mind. Yeah, if I fall, they're just like, oh, no, I don't know. Like, I just feel like when I fall, it's it's like scarier because I'm a fat person and they're like, what's going to happen? Oh, I don't no. know. That's just like people. Yeah, for sure. It's like I have this thing. I know this is a little bit of a tangent, but every time I go to a restaurant, I always check the chair. Like I like wiggle the chair a little bit wow. because I'm like, if I sit on the chair and, breaks. and I break the chair, it looks a lot different. Right. That is... That is like a wild, deep trauma response. <laughs> did you ever break a chair in your life or something? Oh my God, yes, I did. Okay, so there you go. Well, I had a moment when I was taking a stand-up comedy class of all things. No. <laughs> where, I know, I know, where I sat on, this is so embarrassing, I sat on one of those like white plastic lawn chairs because mm-hmm. it was one of those, you know, studios in New York that just looked yeah. like it has all the donated chairs in it. 
So I, I happened to be left with this lawn chair and I sat on it and I could feel oh, it, yeah. the legs of the chair like bending yeah. under yeah. and it did. I didn't fall. I just sort of like jumped up like right away so that I wouldn't fall. But like everybody in the class sort of knew what was going on. Ugh. And then every other class after that, there was one chair that was like a beautiful, nice grandfather chair that clearly was in somebody's living room that maybe died and donated it to the comedy studio. Mm -hmm. And so every single time I would arrive at class, even if I was late, that chair was waiting. For <gasps> me. Wow. Yeah, I know. Ah, perks. You know, what can I say? Everyone was looking out for you. <laughs> Everyone was like, you know what? Let's let's give her the nice chair. But she those lawn it. chair things, those that happens all the time. That isn't just okay, a fat good. person thing. The structural integrity of those plasticky chairs commonly yeah. warp, especially if they've been oh, out in the weather okay. for a long time. Yes, I've experienced that as well. Oh, good. Okay, that makes me feel better. Thank <sighs> you. <sighs> all right, well. Look at that. That was like a bonus. That was like a bonus exhale. I Thanks feel like that, that felt like one of our after show chats. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, yeah. if you're wondering. All right, well, more of that in store. Let's go forward. Right. And Chelsea, are you ready to go hand to hand? Oh my God, I'm so ready. Let's do it. Woo! Yes, Queen, let's assess that kvetch. All right, so today is another versus episode. And today, Chelsea and I are going to cover both a one star review and a five star review from thenot.com on the same topic, which today is. Pronovia's Bridal Salon. That's right. For this versus episode, Trey is reading the five star and I am reading the one star. So to determine who reads first, we got to flip that quarter. I think it's my turn to guess. Yes. Okay. Heads. It's tails. <laughs> okay. You won. Wow. I was on a little bit of a streak. Okay, great. So that means that we are going to hear the five star review first. All right, so today we're covering the bridal salon, Pronovia's. Pronovia's is a wedding dress boutique situated in New York City. Originally, it opened in 1922 as a Barcelona boutique. The store evolved into an international franchise with over 4,000 points of sale in over 100 countries. It has earned a reputation for providing customers with a seamless and sensational shopping experience that allows every bride to feel like royalty. We know nothing about that. <laughs> so at the time of recording, there are 117 reviews for Pronovia's on the knot okay. with an average score of 3.6 out of five. They were a 2014 pick for the knots best of wedding award. So with all of that background info, Let's get into this versus battle on wedding gowns. Pew, 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 pew. Review that review. All right. So today I am reading the five star from the knot.com. And this is a review written by Michelle C for Pronovias. Pronovias in Barcelona. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Pronovias, Novia is Novia like has a uh, wife, wife in Spanish. Novia. So it's like Am probably right? like for the wives or whatever. Yeah, like for the wives. So wow. should, should I I'm be so happy that we just figured that out. Should I be saying Pronovias? No. Yeah, Novia no. means wife. Novia. Okay. Pronovias. All right. Pronovias. All right. Okay. And here's the review. <clears throat> 
I said yes to the dress and it was the best experience ever. I have to say, I chose my dress and bridal salon before reading any reviews because I fell in love with a particular dress that I had seen online. After reading the reviews for Pronovias, I was definitely a little nervous that this was the place I chose because the reviews were awful. Well, it taught me not to believe everything you read because they couldn't have been more wrong. I was at their flagship store in New York four separate times for my initial try-on and then three fitting appointments. Each time, I was in and out. They took me on time for all of my appointments and couldn't have been more helpful with ordering my dress and setting up future fittings. Moo dress arrived on time, even in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. My seamstress, Maritz, was the sweetest lady and did a fantastic job altering my dress. She even made me a matching face mask from the extra fabric. Clara, the manager, was amazing and very knowledgeable about all things bridal. Overall, it was an excellent experience, and I would highly recommend getting your dress here. And this was written October 21st, 2020. So that was okay. right at a scary time. Yeah, That was a scary time. I'm happy for uh, Michelle that she was still able to get married, you know? Yeah. All right. So I I like this review. What I, I find too. what I find interesting about it is, you know, how they went there without reading the reviews, which obviously as a review queen, I was like, uh-oh. But that being said, they liked the dress. They went in and then they were surprised by the review. So that's interesting to me. It is an interesting point to take when you're leaving a five-star review because it's sort of like, look, my experience is not indicative from all of the stories online. And I'm going to right. reference that I see a C of bad reviews. Yeah. Like, I, I think there's value there. It also sort of instantly makes me suspicious that it's a planted review because they're like leaning in so hard that like there there are negative reviews. But then I also think if this is truthful, which we'll discuss, I appreciate that they're like, look, that wasn't my experience and I would wholeheartedly recommend. Yeah, I don't know why, because, you know, usually I'm very sus, but like, I do believe Michelle and I I, I, I I feel like this could be a totally authentic experience. Like, oh, you're just sort of looking through wedding dresses. You happen mm-hmm. to find it. This mm-hmm. is the location of it. You call them up, you make an appointment. And then later on, you know, you're kind of Googling to follow up and you're like, oh, shoot. Like, I, yeah. I can believe that narrative. Same. And because I can believe the narrative... I like that Michelle is taking us through this process because maybe somebody else who's a little bit worried but likes a dress from this store would be a little bit calmed down, you know, by Michelle's review. That's a good point. I mean, Michelle's not alone. There are other five star reviews here. It is a three point. What was it? Three point six. So, 
you know, it's it is a hard thing. We we deal with this all the time. That's why we do the one in five because it's like some people are going to have a good experience, right. and some people aren't. And I think with weddings, it's just so hard because it's like the most important day of your life. You know, the stakes are the highest ever. Yeah, actually, I think that does sway me on the truthful versus shady scale here because I I believe that you would be just like looking through wedding dresses online or just like on Instagram and you find one and you go to look to see like who the manufacturer is and you find this boutique and you're like, Oh no. Uh, Like if I were working for Pronovia's and I wanted to flush out some of the negatives, I probably wouldn't start with that narrative because it isn't saying that you're brand loyal. You're just like obsessed with the stress and then you hunt it down. You know, I actually appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciated that too. And again, like I've I've helped several friends pick out wedding dresses at this point. Mm. And I know between all the Pinterest boards and stuff like that, like yes. you said, it, it, it's very believable to me that you would just find a dress and be like, where is this dress from? Well, I, I do also, think that most people aren't like aware of bridal designers unless you're like anticipating getting ready to be in the market for one. I think it's a niche uh, fashion industry, you know? Right. It's not as identifiable. Correct. If if you're not somebody that's getting a Mary Lang or an Oscar de la Renta dress. Because hypothetically, you're getting married once. Yeah. Hopefully. So it's not like something you're keeping tabs on constantly. So you are sort of coming at it blind in many ways. Yeah. I also like that they gave specific names. Did they give us more than just Maritz? I feel like there was another name in there as well. Clara. Clara. Okay. Or Clara. Clara. Yeah. Who is not? Oh, the one spelling grammar is M U instead of M Y. My dress arrived. Yeah. But other than that, it's gorgeous and no other issues. I like the fact that they told us about the mask edition, especially now and, you know, today's day and age. That's something that I guess, you know, is part of the consideration. Yeah, I think that's really cute, actually. I, I, I don't know if there's enough information to garner comment or fluke here. Right, exactly. That's what I'm I'm sort of looking for. Like, can I how how can I ascertain whether or not, you know, other people are gonna have this experience based on Michelle C. I would imagine it might be common to look up reviews and feel nervous if if there is a sea of not so positive ones. Definitely. Like that might actually be pretty common. So I appreciate Michelle mentioning that. Yeah, and she hit on a few points that were interesting. I, I I wonder if she was teeing up anything about the negative reviews because she talked about you know getting in and out yeah. and how helpful they were and how sweet they were and knowledgeable. <laughs> so like hitting those points is interesting and a little bit like maybe defensive of the store. Yeah, I agree. But I I don't think there's much humor here. But no, I like the review. It feels level headed. Agree. All right. I think I could crown this. What do you think? I think I can crown Michelle C. Let's do it. All right. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards. And in an effort to be fair and not influence one another, we will simultaneously reveal our rating. The queens are tabulating. Total school. All right. I'm holding up three and a half crowns. Trey is holding up four crowns. I gave Michelle three and a half crowns because I thought it was a little bit above middle of the road for me. I really liked that she addressed the concerns of 
the other reviews because I think that that's a common issue that people visiting this not page would be thinking. And I think she gave us nice general strokes of the experience. I just wish maybe there was like a tiny bit more specificity. Not funny. We had a little bit of a spelling error, uh, but nothing wrong with the review. So a solid three and a half for me. Why four from you? I mean, I do feel very similar to you, but I went up to four because I do think the ultimate impact here, it might have a deal-breaking situation for me where it's like, okay, it's possible to have a very great experience here, even though it seems like lots of people haven't. And I could take these specific names and ask, hi, can't I schedule an appointment with Clara? Can I make sure Maritz is my seamstress? Like, you know, I, I could really sort of navigate powerfully. I yes. like that it's level-headed, especially in the bridal wedding industry. It's like everything is so high emotion. So for that reason, I gave it four crowns. That makes sense. You and I tend to differ in that regard. I really like a good novella. <laughs> you like you like when they're more <laughs> straightforward. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I love that. All right. Well, good, solid review, Trey. I guess Woo. we'll have to see... If our opinion is swayed once we hear the other side of the argument. All right. So we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to hear Chelsea's, I guess, novella version. Mm-hmm. BRB. BRB. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. Since 2020, one of the things I've really taken on is being in charge of my health and wellness, which is why Chelsea and I are super excited to be partnering with Vitable.com.au. Now, Vitable takes the guesswork out of feeling good. You get your own personalized daily vitamin pack safely delivered to your doorstep every month. Vitable offers a quick online quiz to find out which vitamins and minerals can support your personal needs based on your own diet and lifestyle. All vitamins are manufactured in Australia at the highest quality standard. Ingredients come in the best form for their absorption by your body. When you use our code REVIEW40 at checkout, you can enjoy 40% off site-wide at vitable.com.au. That's promo code REVIEW40 at checkout to enjoy 40% off site-wide. Only what you need, nothing that you don't. It's time to take a quick spin on the merry-go-round for our game break. I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days I feel like I can't. That's with an A. Here's the deal. Trey and I have each picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one-star zinger. And with 30 seconds on the clock, we'll take turns trying to recite the zinger in as many genres as possible. Just like Queen Meryl Streep, who does it all. Before the clock runs out. All right, Charles, what's your zinger for today? So you guys know my favorite is to do the crazy gag gift moments. Mm -hmm. And this is from Amazon. It is a one-star review written by Michael with a very unique spelling, M-Y-C-H-A-L. A-L. This is a one-star review by Michael for a beer belly fanny pack. And 
it's kind of gross, you guys. Listen, I'm a fan. I I wouldn't mind marrying someone with a little beer belly. I'm not even gonna lie. Like actually, probably preferable in my case. Um, but I don't think I would like it if they were wearing a beer belly fanny pack. Just so I can describe it quickly for you guys, it is a fanny pack with a photo of a beer belly. Like, is it hairy? It's it's actually a little less hairy than you'd probably think, but there is okay. a little bit of hair involved. Yeah. So the subject is this isn't funny. And the review is God, why does beer have calories? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my cow. I know, right? I'm gonna strap you into a disgusting can of natty light. Ooh, such college memories. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Three, two, one. Superhero. God, why does beer have calories? Disaster. God, why does beer have calories? Game show. God, why does beer have calories? Magic show. God, why does beer have calories? Southern. God, why does beer have calories? Teen drama. God, why does beer have calories? Three, two, one. That's all. Good That's job. All. That was six, Diva. Yay. All right, Trey. Where is your zinger from today? I have a one-star zinger from goodallratemyprofessors.com. Love that. This is for an anthropology professor at UC Davis. Okay. And the review is an absolutely mind-numbingly horrible lecturer. Oh my god, I hate those. <laughs> it's very wordy. I'm I'm gonna stumble. I have I'm for sure I'm positive. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna strap you into a marble composition notebook. Ooh, that's okay. the, my iPad cover. <laughs> Oh my god, amazing. All right, like so don't get any paper cuts, okay? I'm gonna Strap try. yourself into that cardboard exterior. Let's get this merry-go-round spinning, shall we? Let's do it. Here we go. All right, let's do it. Three, two, one, go! Melodrama. An absolutely my numbingly horrible Lifetime! Absolutely my numbingly horrible lecturer. Magic show. An absolutely mind-numbingly horrible lecturer. Disney. An absolutely mind-numbingly horrible lecturer. Film noir. Oh, an absolutely mind-numbingly horrible lecturer, big boy. Three, all right. two, one. That's all. Try. Thank you. Love, How many? I love the readings there. I really, I mean, booked it. What can I say? Thank you. Five, Trey. Which makes you our big winner. winner. Yay. Mazel tov, Chelsea. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I caught the bouquet. I'm always a bridesmaid, never the bride. (laughs) (laughs) Review that review. All right, we are back from that rousing game break. And now, Chelsea Dawn, it's time for your one-star review. (laughs) Let's do it. Okay. So this is a one-star review for Pronovias, as we've mentioned. It is written by Laura T. Okay. All right. Here we go. Seamstress streaked blood on my gown. Read on. (laughs) Please. 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 Order a Pronovias dress. 
but avoid the flagship location in midtown Manhattan. I was not one of the small, pushy, bridal, boutiques kind of brides, so I found the huge, glamorous flagship store very attractive because they do tons of business and don't push you into anything. I liked the big setting, but what happens with a big setting is that you get lost. And this is what happened to me. Last fitting, I scheduled a month in advance and brought my whole family with me to learn to tie the bustle and take the dress home. All appointments scheduled way in advance. No work had been done on the dress! (laughs) Oh no. Nothing. I was forced to come back one week later, right before (gasps) my wedding. Extremely stressful. Coming back right before my wedding? No work had been done again! Uh Uh-uh. Sat in waiting room for 45 minutes while manager falsely chatted me up. (laughs) Seamstress arrived, sweating, and thanking me for giving her more time. (gasps) After taking dress home, opened the bag, seamstress had pricked her finger and streaked (laughs) blood down the front of my gown! Four days before my wedding. Oh my God. Forced to find out of town dry cleaners and pay $300 bill. Then noticed Garnet was snagged on the lower part of the dress. Didn't bother fixing it because blood was main concern. Total mess. (laughs) Contacted store. All they did was apologize and pay for the dry cleaning. Mm. Contacted corporate after wedding. Asked for a full refund on dress because they ruined the week before my wedding. And stress and dry cleaning bills and drama. They absolutely refused to refund me. It was $1,700 and said they did enough paying the dry cleaning bill. So... Get your Pernovia's dress at one of the many NYC shops, not the flagship. Total nightmare. I should be suing them, to be honest. Oh, my God. Ooh, Laura T. Laura T. spilled the tea on Pernovia's. Pernovia's. Whoa. Okay, wait. What is a garnet? Is it a fab? It's something that was ripped. Whatever. Something was ripped. I think my favorite part of this review Uh is when Laura T says, sat for 45 minutes while the manager falsely chatted me up. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I I was like, what does that even mean? I mean, but I get a clear picture, even though I don't know what it means. (laughs) Same. Obviously, there was some sort of major flub up. Multiple times. I mean, multiple times with the scheduling. I don't know what was happening behind the scenes, but like something was definitely going on. It's it actually kind of reminded me a little bit of the wedding cake review moment, where it's like throw in the girl that doesn't know anything about the wedding cake, Mm. curry because they like made some sort of mistake and scheduled people at the same time. Like that's how I see the situation where the owner was probably like, you know, can I get you any tea? 
or I- I'm so sorry again, you know? Oh, wh- when's your wedding? Tell me about it. Like, right. it's clear that they were, you know, trying to... I-, I understand. Yeah, safe face. Exactly. I wonder what the reverse here is. Like, if you are the bride and you miss one of these appointments, I wonder if there's a fee. Probably. There's always some sort of double standard. I mean, the blood on the dress... Can't you just imagine? Do you think that this is Marit's from the other one, or do you think they have multiple seamstresses? I think they have. Mo- I don't think I that do this too. is Marit's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Marit's would do that. I just wonder, like, what was the lead up? Was it like she showed up and the manager had to go to the back and be like, "Oh my god, the girl is back. Her wedding is like in a day. Do we still need to do the changes? Do them really fast?" And then the woman was trying to do them really fast and hurt herself in the middle of it. I think that's sort of the narrative that. Laura might be thinking because that is sort of how it occurred to me and that just makes me go into like panic mode as the seamstress because you know you know that your manager has told you like somehow this ball was dropped right you have to get here as soon as you can and like make this work and then you accidentally cut yourself it's sort of like then you go into panic do you think that the seamstress didn't tell the manager because i feel like even though this is really bad and i'm sure either way laura would have freaked out if like god forbid this happened and they said listen like i'm so sorry we had this accident like you know obviously accidents happen we want to take care of it we're going to get a dry clean we're going to do whatever we're going to take 20 percent off the dress like if they had addressed it at that point you know, I'm sure Laura would have been upset and maybe left like a two star review. But there is something about like just sending someone with a bloody gown. Like, what if Laura didn't open the dress until the day of her wedding? Until the day that of. would have been. Well, that's the terrible. other thing, too, is like, I wonder, I wonder if I do, for whatever reason, believe Laura that there was yes. blood on the dress. So if going off of that assumption, it either either the seamstress didn't notice or the seamstress intentionally didn't share the information, right. or the manager chose to keep it a secret because in order to address it in that moment after you've dropped the ball twice already, exactly. and it's a week before, you are going to have to refund fully, I would imagine, at that point. So it's possible that the manager was like, we're just going to ignore this, and then when an issue arises, we're going to say no refunds. I mean, I'm I wonder if you that. would have to like... I mean, this is a terrible situation, but I terrible. wonder if... First of all, I do think I agree with Laura. I think they should have done more. I do I think too, just, actually. Just paying for the dry cleaning is not enough. Like, I always get upset whenever somebody like really messes something up and they just kind of bring you back to baseline when it's like, no, 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 no. Like, emotional why, distress. Yeah, there's like so much that goes into this. And, and just paying for the dry cleaning does not address error it's just like oh yeah we're gonna pay for fixing our error well duh right right i mean i I appreciate that they covered the dry cleaning i appreciate that 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 didn't seem to be an issue it it is interesting to me i i recognize that it's like just get through the wedding and then we'll deal with it but there is something that then feels a little like you've lost some power in your court to then the wedding has happened to then be like you have to refund me Rather than like in the moment be like, yeah, this is outrageously unacceptable. I guess. But at the same time, it's like if you're that close to your wedding, you right. are hysterical and your best friend maid of honor is just like, you know what? Let me handle That's this. I will bring point. this to a dry cleaner. We will figure it yes. out. We will get the money back later. Like, I don't we don't have to think like I, that addressing it after the wedding is 
it makes sense to me. I'm sure it does make sense. I'm sure they took photos. I'm sure like they, which is interesting. Can you do photos on the knot? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Because it would have been really powerful if there were photos, of course. But this is unacceptable. This is a very useful review. I mean, besides the fact that like it's gross, I think like if I was going to go to Pronovia's, I I would come armed with this review and be like, I love your dresses, but like I need to make sure that something like this does not happen to me. Otherwise, bye. I agree. I think that it is like outrageously valuable. I, yeah. I just want to point out, it's interesting that they start the review with, please, please, please buy yeah. a dress here, but not at this one. And then they end with, please buy this dress at a different, like that is so, so wild to me because they're so really pointing out that it's management and like facility specific hires, right. not the actual dress, dress which itself. is like a clarity that I think most one-star reviewers don't really pinpoint. They yeah, they tend no pun to be like enraged. Pinpoint, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> god, I just yeah. imagine that seamstress freaking oh my out. God, me too. Me too. I was just gonna address that. I'm so glad you brought it up because that first line is like everything. Yeah. But I think that that leads into the trustworthy factor here, right? Because it's like yeah. we've Good read point. plenty of reviews where they just like throw in sort of dig. type things on top of the issue and it feels like piling on piling on like you're just like trying like you had this issue and i would have believed you but instead of just like addressing the issue as it is you had to pile on i really appreciated that laura t did not pile on i think you're right i think that's why it feels so truthful yeah it really really does like i i believe I believe them i believe that this is their experience i see the passion i mean clearly we had a lot of all caps moments but it's funny because if you just read the all caps, you can kind of get the like shortened narrative. It's like a, it's like an oh, cool. in, internal thing. Like no work was done on the dress. No work was done again. There was blood on the front of my gown. It was snagged. It was a total nightmare. Like if you're just wow. reading the bullet points, you know, you get the full narrative, which is, which is pretty interesting. So then do we think that narrative is common or a fluke? I mean, I imagine the blood as a fluke, but I kind of, at first, I really wanted to be defensive of right. the shop and say, you can't say that because it's a big shop, you're going to get lost in the fray. I think that's like not yeah. factual. I agree. Uh, but I do feel like it could be common. It could be common. I mean, they forgot to alter it That's bad. Twice. 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 That is so... That is so beyond the pale to me. That is. That's bad. I mean, once is one thing, twice. I mean, I do, do I think it's common? Yeah, I think that it's probably common amongst, honestly, like the wedding dress industry in general. Like I've had friends at other stores that have had similar situations. Really? I have. I mean, not this situation, but just like other situations, thankfully, that, that seem to have ended well. But like at least in the beginning where it was like I showed up and it seemed like nobody was nobody was ready for me to be there type stuff. Interesting. But like I do think it's interesting. Like I I think it is presumptive to say that it's just because it's the flagship store. I think we're grasping for an explanation here because it's yeah. so bizarre and these sort of smaller boutiques while interestingly enough Laura T is saying not really her jam. I do think that they 
in my mind, at least the way this is all being described, they are more about customer service and like you're the only one that has the appointment that day and it's all about you and blah, 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 blah. You know, there's definitely an air of that, right? There's definitely an air of that, which I guess maybe could be missing in this setting that I think Laura T is obviously sort of kicking herself for going this route. I wonder how many other people go to this location. I guess that's something that I'm feeling a little bit confused about. Yeah, I'm I'm unsure. What yeah. do you... Th- this is neither here nor there, but mm-hmm. it struck me. What do you think about Laura inviting their entire family for the final fitting? Not that That weird. seems like such... A, but it feels like such a giveaway. I mean, I recognize it's like to learn how to tie the bustle and stuff. Yeah. But the wedding is in a week. Or I guess two weeks. I don't know. I mean, it just feels like the big reveal, like to invite the whole family to come for the final fitting versus like the big shock and awe of seeing you on the wedding day. But maybe that maybe I'm I'm unaware because I don't do this. Yeah, I mean, that didn't that didn't raise any flags for me. Okay, I think that that makes sense, especially if you have a dress with a difficult bustle. My sister had a dress with a difficult bustle and I went to like multiple fittings to learn see, how I to see. do that thing <laughs> and it still took us a long time so when was this written this was written in 2018 so pre-pandemic i wonder because to me i feel like 1700 dollars for a wedding dress isn't that crazy obviously that's a lot of money and right. that's a privileged statement but i feel like wedding gowns are like astronomical and when you look at the budget of a wedding yeah. 1700 doesn't seem that outrageous to me I mean, like wedding rings, like at Tiffany's, are a thousand dollars. So this is like, you no, know, seventeen is low for a dress. But I don't know. It's I funny when I first read that part, I was like, "Are they talking about the full refund, or are they talking about the dry cleaning and drama? <laughs> like, did they have to have a few sessions with their life coach?" Well, <laughs> they said the dry cleaning was three hundred, so that's like a large. <laughs> and then fourteen hundred dollars of that is right. emotional. <laughs> I took that as the price of the gown, which in my mind. If you have, if you're an international franchise, you could refund $1,700. It's not even that much. Right. Well, that's why I think they're saying it was only $1,700. I don't know. I definitely think they could have done more. They should have done more. I'm I'm on Laura T's side, you know. Wait, devil's advocate. Yeah. At the beginning of the review, did mm-hmm. does Laura mention how early in the process they bought the dress? Because we get a timeline that the final fitting had to be the week before. But I'm wondering, do they give us dates on the... F- back end as well they don't but they said that they scheduled the last fitting for a month in advance and you know right. if they're scheduling a prior. month in advance they must have gone several months prior that was my only sort of devil's advocate is like was laura coming to them with a rushed timeline and then it says with, well no because the next line after that the, you know they brought their family on how to tie the bustle they say all appointments scheduled way in advance right but so what like even mean though well, I mean, I feel like way in advance me and if they're saying it was a month and you're saying way in advance, way. I think it has to be at least a couple months. I know. I think I'm on Laura T's side here. I think we have to be on Laura T's side. Um, we never really addressed humor or entertainment. Right. Not humorous, really. No, because it's not, uh, a, not a funny subject. matter. Really almost like a horror movie. I But I thought it was funny 
especially under the context of a horror movie. Mm-hmm. The, the, the funny part to me is that Laura assumes that they pricked the finger. Like the explanation they give for the blood is a pricked finger. I just think pricked seems I mean, very dainty and delicate. You're you know? right. Actually, that is interesting because sometimes it's like a prick and then they're saying they streaked blood down the front of the gown. So it's like, if I think of a prick, I think of like a little dot of blood, which again would still be upsetting. But, but different than streaked. Yeah, a streak across the front of the gown seems like there's no way that the seamstress could have missed that i think a streaked blood is like carrie's face and carrie right i think carrie's gown is devoured but i think their face is streaked with blood what i'm like the garnet was snagged on the lower part of the dress so that's like a that's like a second issue right so it's like the first issue is that the blood and the second issue is that it's snagged we have multiple issues here. This is not looking good for Pernovias, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I could crown. I'm ready. This. Yeah, let's do it. All right. The queens are tabulating. Total score. All right. I'm holding up four crowns. Trey's holding up four and a half crowns. Trey, let us know why four and a half crowns for Laura T. I uh, only took half crown off. Because of this final hour discrepancy between the word pricked and streaked. Mm. I trust Laura. I don't think this is humorous. I I think that this could be common to fear that you're being lost in the fray if it's a huge flagship. The spelling was great. I like the synopsis of the cap, caps. Like you could just get the bullet points. Mm-hmm. I think it's incredibly unique information. Very valuable. I think they should have got a refund and i don't think i ever really feel that way yeah but i am curious now was it like a little bit of blood or was it like very noticeable blood i wish there was an image so but i I would take this like you said i really would take this with me if i Mm -hmm. fell in love with a, a gown from this company and i would call the day before every fitting to make sure that everything is good to go. And I would say, don't just say yes. Can you please put me on hold, go back, look at the gown, confirm it's been altered, come back to the phone, take me off hold and say yes before I trot my little ass down there. Cause <laughs> I'm dieting. I'm trying to get fitted for the stress. Like this is very serious. Yeah. So four and a half for me. I'm really sorry. Sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry, Laura T. I'm from Canada and I, I feel for you. And thank you for sharing your experience to like help other people. So that's why. Chelsea, why did you say four? Really like good arguments, Try Almost making me feel like I should reconsider and up Laura T to a four and a half. I agree with everything you said. So many great things about this review. Love the like cap synopsis, like, like really interesting technique. Really good cautionary tale here. I guess I gave it four because I thought this isn't going to be everybody's experience. And I know right. that that's like, you know, crappy because this was Laura T's experience, but I still don't think everyone is going to have this experience. And I am trusting Michelle where, you know, I think if I went in armed with Michelle's review and made sure that I had the seamstress that, that she had, I think I would be okay. And because of that, uh, I gave Laura T four crowns, but I so feel for you, Laura T. And I hope that you have a beautiful marriage now. And this is so far in your past. And I'm sorry that you had to go through this. And I hope that Pernovias learned a lesson after this experience, at very least. 
Yeah, I hope so. Oh, yeah. It's tough. It's an example of just give the refund because this review is going to be on the internet for life. Right. It's like what Mark Tuminelli was saying. Like, you know, yeah. like sometimes you got to just eat it, pay it eat forward. the cost, pay it forward and know like it's going to come back to you in the form of not having a review like this on your That's page. That's a huge turn You know, yeah. it, it is. And and the other thing, I'm not sure, I'm not, sorry, I'm not as familiar with, with not. Can you have a reply or no? You can. Oh, you can. Because DJ Spenfo. Oh, that's right. Not. What am I saying? Yes. So, like, that's another thing I guess I could I could say against Pronovias here is that if this was my company and the knot is, as we know, where everybody is going Everyone. to look up reviews for their wedding, how are yeah. they not responding to this? I don't know. It's tough. Right? Yeah. Even just to respond to Laura and say, you know what? We reread your review. We thought about the situation again. We want to refund you. If you would be, if you would consider taking the review down, we'd appreciate it. We just, you know, like they, I just feel like it's an, it's an interesting thought to think that the review is another opportunity for the company to step up, you know, right. and we've seen it happen before where it's like someone has a terrible experience writes a review you know there's a reply and then you can almost see see sometimes someone will then edit the review and say you know yep. after speaking to management blah 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 blah, right right you so, can get points back yeah yeah you can get points back and so i think that if pronovias is not looking at that not page they ought to be yeah you know and that's sort of my final thoughts on pronovias i think that the dresses Same. must be really nice because we're hearing that consistently across the board but this customer service issue, I think, needs to be ironed out. Yeah, definitely. I think the fault lies at Pronovius because it's an awful circumstance. But that's, again, at the fault of the scheduling. Like, you yeah. forgot to tailor it twice. So, twice. What, which we're assuming is true. I mean, it's possible that that could be fabricated. Eh, but I, I mean, don't think and it then is. if there's blood, then like, what do you, it's just like, that's terrible. And it's yeah. not Lord's fault. So. It's not Laura T's fault, but Laura T has to deal with it. Correct. You know? All right. That was well, a journey. Chelsea, yes. A definite journey. All right, my queen. We have reached the most regal portion of our show. Chelsea, who are you inducting this week for? My Royal Highness. Thanks for asking, Try. So sometimes my Royal Highness sees <laughs> come out of real life circumstances and I was changing my sheets in my bed recently, and I gave my comforter a nice, good shimmy shake. Um, mm -hmm. And in the process, I guess, I had the remote control in the bed. And so it, it got lost behind the bed. Okay. <laughs> then I wanted to watch TV, and I could not find the remote for a very long time. Oh, my God. And then I thought, God, you know, like, what first world problems? Not everybody has a TV, okay? Let alone a remote control. And then also, what did we do before the remote control? You know, we like we got up on our we got off our ass and we turned we, the dial. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's just so funny to me, like these modern day conveniences that we just totally take for granted. Like, oh my God, pass me the clicker. I think we ought to take a moment to thank the remote control and whoever invented the remote control. Sorry, I don't know, but whoever you are, thank you because you've made our lives so much easier. And sometimes we don't 
you know, appreciate things like you remote control until we don't have you for an hour. So with all that in mind, I would love to take this moment to acknowledge you remote control and officially induct you as my Royal Highness. It's a good one. Oh, it is a good one. Also like those universal remotes that are like, we'll do like multiple things, the DVD player, the DVR, the TV. Those setting those up sometimes can be, you know, Trey Trey witnessed me trying to set up our our microphones. (laughs) So you can only imagine. So (laughs) Kelsey's microphone cradle has like bands, like, uh, like rubber bands basically to keep you from hitting it to create friction. You know, it's a common thing. And I sent one to Chelsea and she started opening it before calling me and she undid all of the bands, which is not part of opening or packaging. It's like to keep it like gravity, but she just undid all of the rubber bands and we never got it back. No, it's never, been it was the like same impossible. Since. Oh, hilarious. No, I concur with the yeah. remote control. Really do love it. I love the app for the remote on the iPhones game where changer. you can like, it is a game changer. Yeah. yeah. If you're in trouble. Concur. Amazing. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's it. We did it queen. That is another round on the R U A R Q Ferris wheel. Thank you for joining us today in this holy matrimony. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend. Do not object. Just pass along the information, please. And as an ordained minister, (laughs) if you didn't like what you heard, please tell an enemy. Join our mailing list at ReviewThatReview.com to stay up to date with the goings on in the Queendom or click the simple link in our show description below. Hit up our voice mailbox. But in all seriousness, James, 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 thank you. Um, I love when you guys leave us voicemails. It's literally my favorite thing. Don't be shy. Use a voice well, changer. Thanks. Do what you need to do, but call one 850 review zero today you can also follow us on all the socials at the review queens i'm at chelsea bd so glad one of your favorite things about the podcast is not me okay uh, well, i'm no, like, at the fa- let it go elsa okay. you've already said it well, you're my work podcast husband is that not good <laughs> enough for you i have your ring around my finger How dare you and i'm at trey gerald on today's after show pod we are rating <laughs> I'm really proud of today's. Um, We are going to rate and review a one-star review from (gasps) Chewy.com for a formal dog and cat tuxedo. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, my God. So to find out what made Chelsea say. Unless I marry someone that's a billionaire, which I'm very open to, Patreon. Um, (laughs) And to find out what made Trey say. Also, I don't understand the difference between Nosferatu and Dracula. Are they the same person? Then join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash review that review to hear our special members only after show podcast. And remember, ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Bye. 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 Love is love. <laughs> <laughs> Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by me with voice of her talents by Eva Kamensky. Our cover art was designed by Logo Vora and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. 
I am an ordained minister. I wasn't kidding. I mean, how hard is it? You just go on the website and sorry. How dare you? <laughs> and yes, you're right. I think it's like a truth or false. Like true or false. Like, but you didn't even you, take a you like, didn't even take a beat to be impressed. <laughs> you didn't even take a millisecond to be impressed by that. <laughs>